And the Lord has given us a word as a church that this is our year of all-round victory. It means in every aspect of your life, you will be victorious. In your career, you will be victorious. In your family, you will be victorious. Concerning your health, you will be victorious. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, one of the things that makes us claim victory is after we go through a battle. So if the Lord is saying this shall be your year of all-round victory, it means that you would not lose any battle. It means you would never be defeated. You know, that testimony we just heard of Ayomide, I heard it in detail. This, just this week, just, you know, crossing over into this week, it, it, was, it was a battle. Oh, no, the back and forth was a battle. As a matter of fact, it has been denied. <laughs> it was a battle. But, you know, when you are in a battle and the Lord now shows up and says, I would have mercy on you and change the rules so you can win the battle. That's exactly what her testimony is. Yes. Because she was meant to lose that battle. But because we serve a God of victory, who can do and undo? He showed up when least expected, changed the rules of the game, and said, you know what? The victory is yours. Many testimonies of such will be coming out of this church in the mighty name of Jesus. So this first Sunday, one of the things that we, we've been doing, I think, for the past three years is spending this day to cast the vision for the year. And I've titled this, What We Want to See for Our Church in 2024. The Lord has given us a word. But what's our vision? Meaning by the time we get to December, what do we want to see as a church? So today is like a, it's a family meeting. All right? It's a family meeting. And um, if, if this is your first time here or you're watching us, you came on a very good day. <laughs> you know, when, whenever you're having a family meeting and you take a guest to it, like they get to see everything you know, happening, you get to hear. So you, you'll get more inside scope into who we are um, than, than usual. And uh, let, let's, let's uh, open up our hearts and I believe that the Lord would speak to everyone in here this morning in Jesus' name. So what is our vision for the year 2024? What do we want to see? Here are models of the church. Go with me into John chapter 1, the gospel of John chapter 1, from verse 35 to 39. John chapter 1, verse 35 to 39. It says, again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, when translated, teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came. And saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. Come and see. They came and saw 
where he was staying and remained with Jesus. In 2024, we want people to come, see, and remain with the God of all around victory here at Model City Church. We want people to what? Come. We want them to what? See and remain with the God of all round victory here at Model City Church. And this morning I'll be taking out the time to go through the three components in our vision. And the first is we want people to come to Jesus here at Model City Church. We want people to come to Jesus here at Model City Church. And as a matter of fact, this, before I go any further, this actually begins with the members of this family. It begins with the members of this family, of this church. We want you to come, to be here, to be here. The only time you're not in church is maybe when you're out of town. And even at that, you connect with the online family. We want you to do what? To come. This should be the year where you say to yourself, you know what? Every Sunday is with Jesus in his house. In his house. This is not Jesus on your calendar. This is Jesus on your mind. Jesus in your heart. Every Sunday spent with who? With Jesus. So, it begins with us. It will be difficult for us as a family to tell people to come when we, the homeowners, are not home. Are, are, you, are you with me? Yeah. Mark chapter 2 from verse 1 to 5. The gospel of Mark chapter 2 verse 1 to 5. It says, and again, he entered Capernaum after some days. And it was heard that it was in the house. Immediately, many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. You know, the amazing thing when you look at the scripture, there are two things that we can deduce from the scripture. And number one is healing. And number two is forgiveness. Oh, the Lord told him, you know what, you're forgiven. And he also did what? He received his healing. But there is something else I want, to, I, want, I want to draw out of this this morning. And I want you to pay attention to those four men who were probably the friends of the paralytic men. Those four men who said, you know what, our friend must not remain like this. Jesus is in town. He must not remain this way. So they all came together and they carried him. I want to believe it was on a stretcher, two in front, two at the back. 
And they carried him. And they got to where Jesus was. And all they saw was the crowd. They could hear him. They knew he was in there. But they couldn't break through because of the crowd. But these were men who they could have re- gone back. They could have returned to where they came from. You know, you know, yeah, Jesus just came. Maybe there will be another service tomorrow. You know, maybe it will also teach tomorrow. Let's, let's just go back home. We'll try again another time. No. They saw the crowd. They saw no way in. But there must be, you know, empty men, I, I want to believe. And they saw the roof. Said, okay, uh, that, that, that's space now. That's space, you know. And then they went up and lowered the man through the roof for him to meet Jesus. These were men who were desperate to bring the sick man to receive his healing. For people to come, guess what? We must be desperate in bringing them to Jesus. We must be what? Be desperate in bringing them to who? To Jesus. Your friends, your family members, there are people that you're still believing God for. For for, for them to be saved, for them to meet with him, you must be desperate in bringing them to who? To Jesus. Whatever we have to do, short of sin, you know, don't tell your friend who you know likes alcohol that you, you, you promise me, you know, I'll take you to the bar after service, but just come with me. No, <laughs> you don't do that. We must be desperate in saying, come, come, come and meet with Jesus. The church is the new ark of the world. God would always have a safe heaven to rescue his children from destruction. Like he did for Noah and his family. That's the church today. And when we talk about the church, we're not talking about the physical building. Rather, we're talking of the body of Christ. Come and be a part of this family. So you can be rescued and be safe from the destruction out there. How many of you know we're in a very dangerous world today? Danger by the day. Do you know that some people saw this year but didn't see this first Sunday? Dangerous world. Dangerous world. Come and find what? Safety. Safety. So we must be passionate in saying, you know what? Whatever I have to do to get my friends, to get my family members in here, I will do that. Many of us have media platforms, social media, whatever it is. Use your platforms to bring people to Jesus. Use your platforms to proclaim Christ. Use it to invite. There are people in here every Sunday. They share the link of this service. And for you, you might be, you know what? I do this all the time. No one is clicking. Who told you? Who told you? One day, someone would see it and say, you know what? This is the day that I need this then. You'll be consistent in bringing people to Jesus. To Jesus. Matthew 6.33 says that seek ye first the kingdom of God 
Meaning, and he says, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first. First and first is about the kingdom. The first and first is about Jesus. The first and first is about the kingdom. The first and first is about Jesus. When you prioritize the things of God, it makes you a priority. And all these things shall be added unto you. Stop chasing the things that are meant to be added to you. No. Stop running after things that are meant to be what? Added to you. So you use your platforms. You use whatever you can. You see a flyer by the church. You share it. You post it. Because we're in the media world now. There are people sitting down here who found us online. Some of them have even grown to be leaders. No one invited them. But because of the power of media, they are here as part of this family. So we want people to do what? To come. To come. Because the church, I say this several times, we are on a rescue mission. Delivering people. Delivering people from the hands of the enemy. On a rescue what? Mission. Number two, we want people to see Jesus move in diverse ways in their lives. We want people to see Jesus move in diverse ways. What kind of ways? Diverse ways in their lives. And Nathaniel said, John chapter 1 verse 46, gospel of John chapter 1 verse 46, it says, And Nathaniel said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. That was Philip inviting Nathaniel. Come and what? And see. Now it goes on in verse 47 to 48. John chapter 1, 47 to 48. It goes on and says, And Jesus saw Nathaniel coming towards him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathaniel said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Before Philip invited you, I did what? I saw you. Before you ever got here, God had seen you. Those you would invite to come here, before they come here, guess what? God has seen them. Jesus saw Nathaniel himself. Ah, I know you. I know you. A man in whom there is no deceit. What a reputation. Meaning, no false, <laughs> no, no, nothing false in your bones. A man he is good moral. That was Jesus talking about Nathaniel. And yet, I'm sure Philip also knew that. That, oh, this is my Nathaniel friend. No, you can't bribe this one. This one, this is a good guy. (laughs) This is, you know. Philip also knew that. But Philip knew that there was something still missing. He still needed Jesus. So he said, come and see. Nathaniel said, can anything good come out of there? You may have people saying, can anything good come out of Mother City Church? Tell them what? Come. And what? And see. Come. And do what? And see. Guess what Jesus now said to Nathaniel? Again, in verse 50 of John chapter 1, it says, Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, 
I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than this. <laughs> because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? And Jesus now said, you know what? I'm not sure what you might have, what you might have seen before now. But you would see greater things than what you've seen now that you've met with me. We want people to see the mighty works of God when they come here. You just don't want people to come. You just don't want people to come. We want people to see the what? The mighty works of God when they come here. Those four men that took their sick friend, they didn't just take him there just to go hang out. They didn't just take him there to return, you know, <laughs> the same way he went. No, they took him there to see healing. They took him there to receive forgiveness, to receive healing. And that's exactly what they went with. When people come, we want them to live with the greatness of God. We want them to live with answers to prayers. We want them to live with what? With testimonies. It says that you will see what? Greater things, greater things by the grace of God. You can tell the diverse testimonies we had in 2023 in this church. Diverse testimonies. Not to even mention the ones at the cross overnight. Diverse. Diverse. Wedding, childbirth, healing, new job. New homes, I, um, I, I know the amount of homes I went to dedicate. Cars, promotion, saving from rescue from accidents, spiritual growth, diverse what? Testimonies. The Lord said that 2023 will be our year of great exploits. And we did what? We saw that. So why don't we want to share in this with more people? Jesus is the doer, not me. I can't heal a fly of a headache. No. Not me. I have nothing to do with it. Jesus is the head of his church. The Holy Spirit is the operations director of his church. Doing his work the way he chooses to do it. We had a testimony again this morning. In the new year, Jesus himself touching lives. We want people to come and see the greatness of God. Here are models of the church. And in the name of Jesus, we will continue to see the diverse works of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will continue to see all-round victory in this year in the mighty name of Jesus. We want people to experience a friendly and welcoming church. A friendly and what? And welcoming church. I, tell, I still told the team, um, the team this morning during our team huddle. And I told them as a reminder... Because this is a friendly church. I'm proud of us as a pastor that this is a friendly church. I, I, I hear it from people. And we are genuinely, genuinely friendly. We want you to be here. We want you to find family here. So when you see someone new, be friendly. Smile. Smile. Even if you know them before or you know that they have some kind of history. It's not your place to judge anybody here. Let's not make it difficult for those who are turning to Christ. No, we are on a rescue mission. We are on a what? On a rescue mission. Let's not make it uncomfortable for those who are what? Turning to Christ. 
You are not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Let's be a friendly and a welcoming church. Let's be a friendly and what? A welcoming church. Let's do things or let's continue to do things with excellence. With excellence. You know, we, we do not take you for granted. We do not take you for granted. We'll always want you to fellowship with one another. Let me give you an inside scope. You know, this is a family meeting. So let me give you an inside scope. You know, one of the reasons why we have tea and coffee, you know, and donuts and stuff. And we don't have takeaway packs only on some certain days. The reason is because we want you to stay and fellowship with someone over coffee. You know, just over tea. That's why. You know, people have asked, why ah, this church, ah, are they really born again? Coffee and tea? No, no. It's, it's, yeah. We want you to fellowship. To fellowship. To fellowship. Our culture is not such where we share the grace, the service is over, and you just jet out. No. The people continue together. Continue together. So you find coffee, tea. You just had it apple cider. You can warm it. You know, donuts, fruits, you know. Stay. Stay. The Lord can still speak to you through someone new, even in the same environment. Someone may come your way with the exact answer that you've been looking for. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen different times. One day we were at a small group. Someone, a small group. Someone just had issues with completing their fees. I remember it was pharmacy school. We're all there, just talking and everything. We prayed and everything. We left. And someone new that came to the group for the first time said that testimony, that thing really touched me. And came back, got the person's details and said, you know, I'm paying off the rest of it. You, 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 just, you just never know. You just never know. So, tell them to come. To come. Some may not even come to church first. Take them to your connect group. Be your friends. They may be more comfortable in a smaller setting. Take them there. The kind of model we have, you can go to a group first before even attending the church. So, we do not take you for granted. We do not take you for granted. Let me... Okay, let me, let me just say this. You know, let me give you an idea of what the week is like for us here as a church. This Sunday, for example, once this service is over, the service programming team, Ayamide's team, they will meet the leaders. Every Sunday, we have a meeting um, called Game Tape. It's like a ministry debrief. How did this service go? What went well? And what should we improve on? I'm telling you, they are taking notes. The person that went over their time, the person that, you know, didn't do what they were meant to do, the people that did very well, you know, teams helping each other, you have no idea the kind of things that happen. They will do that meeting. When you're gone, the host team would stay. They would vacuum this whole place. They will wash and clean the bathrooms. We don't have a big dumpster truck. 
So guess what we do with the trash? They take the trash home. We distribute the trash and take it to our homes. Every Sunday. Monday comes. We have Bible study. Have you, if you've ever been to the Bible study before, I'm sure you must have seen the presentation, the animations. Do you think that's something you do in 30 minutes or an hour? The teaching is an hour, but it takes hours to put those things together. And there is never a time when you come or you connect and you don't find someone there. Mondays, that's happening. Tuesdays, prayer band. We get all the prayer requests that come in on a day like this. People we know that need prayers. We are interceding and waiting on God. As the prayer band is praying, once the prayer band is done, all the leaders of this church, they also meet on Tuesdays, they are praying. Wednesdays, the choir, they are here rehearsing. Last week, I think they were here almost every day. Rehearsing. Rehearsing. Practicing. Thursdays, connect groups. Right? Connect, I'm telling you things that happen behind the scenes. Connect groups happen. All the leaders of those groups, they receive a guide. That guide is prepared by the director of connect groups. Follow her, she's, she's there somewhere. She has to be in service. She has to listen to every message so she can put it together. I don't put it together or send it to her. She prepares it. And she's connecting with all the leaders, ensuring people are doing what they're meant to do, asking for help, filling in where needed. Fridays, people are hearing George doing one or two things. The production people, they are recording. You know that top three we record? That two minutes, top three. The two minutes, top three. Sometimes take one. Oh, no. Again, take two. Oh, take three. Oh, you look to the side. Oh, again. Oh, you look up. Oh, again. You know, different takes. Different what takes. Sometimes they would finish a good one and ah, the sound is bad. Or ah, you know, let me tell you something. When we were having um online meeting online, one day they called me, you know, Lake, I was behind they were behind the cameras. I was preaching. It was a pre-recorded message. I preached my heart out. I was sweating. I preached. Lake was there preaching, preaching, preaching. I finished the preaching about 35 minutes. And so can you replay this thing? You know, so they replayed the thing. All I saw was, the line was muted. My microphone was muted from beginning to the end. What do we do? We preach again now. (laughs) What do we do? We preach again. We preach again. The different things that happen. The troubleshooting they've had to do this morning while we're worshiping. Because YouTube, right, didn't work. Um, immediately online. So the two minutes video you see, they will record, take it home, edit those videos. It could take about three hours just editing a two minute video. Saturdays, prayer band is here again, praying and interceding for this service. The choir, they are here again, rehearsing all those songs you see. They get here, 8 a.m., 8 a.m., right? On Sunday mornings. For a 10 a.m. service. And then at 10 a.m., they are singing. And you are not here. Ah. Ah. They've been working on that. I mean, you know, it's not a thing of the flesh. We get it. But ah, come on. You know, you know, come on. 
Come on, make down. It, they've been working on these songs. And then we come. I'm the only one, my wife, jumping, dancing, dancing for all of you. Just, you know, sometimes I have to dance extra to encourage them so they don't feel, they don't feel bad. And, and I'm being honest with you. Hours go into this 75, 90 minute service. You see, every week, every week, prayer band, the prayer, the, the prayer guides we send, every, all those prayer guides are intentionally put together. We don't copy and paste it from anywhere. All those resources intentionally put together. We are careful with your kids. There is nobody teaching in Model City Kids that didn't go through a background check paid for by the church because we value your kids. I say all this to let you know that we take God seriously. We take his work seriously. And we take his people seriously. You are special. You are important to us. You have different options. But you're here. So for us as a church, excellence is top priority. And I told the team yesterday, we had a meeting yesterday too, right? Team night. That we are not saying that the fact that we are, how old are we? Three? Is that, that's an excuse for us to do things anyhow. No, age is not an excuse when it comes to excellence. The leaders were here from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. yesterday. Meeting. This vision. Just breaking things down. We are committed to, to, to you seeing the move and the manifestation of the Spirit of God in your lives every time you come in here. Every time you come in here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So please, whenever you see anyone serving, or you see anyone with that, that lanyard that says, can I help you? Like the one you're wearing there, you know? Victor, come. Let me show them. Come, 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 come. Victor, this is your year of victory. Amen. Come, 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 come. Hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Whenever you see anyone wearing this thing that says, I'm here to help you, they mean it. They are here to help you. And on my behalf, say thank you to them. Mm -hmm. Please, for everyone serving in this church. For everyone serving in this church. Can you, one more time, just appreciate the model team in this church, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number three. Let's wrap this up. We want people to remain with the God of victory here at Model City Church. We want them to come. We want them to see. We want them to what? Remain. Remain. Acts chapter 2 verse 42 says, Acts 2 42 says that, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued. Meaning there must be continuity after salvation for sanctification to be realized. They continued steadfastly. You know, for those, uh, for the evangelists who do crusades, the, the major part of their work is after all these people have been saved, where do we plug them into? Because if you don't plug them into churches, for them to continue to grow spiritually, 
then they will be lost. They will be back where they came from. So there must be continuity. We want you to come. We want people to see the move of the Lord. Not just see God's move, share that testimony and then leave. We want them to remain. To continue to grow in the word of the Lord. To continue to fellowship with this family of believers. To continue to pray without season. Without season. We want people to take next steps by belonging to a group or serving. Psalms 92 verse 13 Psalms 92 verse 13 says, Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Those who are planted, those who are rooted, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. So you know what this means? You are not planted by attending. You are planted by belonging. You are not planted by what? By attending, you are planted by belonging. Everyone in this church must belong to a group. Must belong to a group. To a group. I belong to a group. I have my group, Faith Connect. My people, you're here? Yeah? Faith Connect. I belong to a group. Everyone must belong to a group. No one is an island. You can't live life alone by yourself. I'm telling you. I know you like, you know, you like your, you like your space. You like your time, you know. God didn't create you that way. Everyone must belong to a group. Find yourself in a place serving. Join a team. Join the production team. Join pastoral care. The groups. Join the hosting. Join the choir. If you can sing, amen, amen. I said that right, right? If you can sing, okay, join a unit. The, the, the amazing things, I'm telling you, the different units in this church, they are family. They are family. It's when you get in there that you will understand what I'm saying. So no matter how big we become as a church, we must continue to feel small. We must continue to feel small. No one should be missing through the, through, you know, through the cracks here. No, no one should be here and not be connected. And I believe that even in this year 2024, many more would come. Not only would they come, they would see and they will also remain. So I hope we are ready to take responsibility. I hope we're what? We are ready to take responsibility. And I also want to encourage you to continue to be faithful. Continue to be faithful. In showing up, continue to be faithful. In serving, continue to be faithful. In giving, continue to be faithful. You know, last, last year or every year, one of the things we do is, you know, there are different projects, different things we want to do as a church. Let God speak to you. Talk and say with your family, you know what, this is what we want to do this year. I've mentioned it to us before. As a church, by the grace of God, we don't put pressure on people here at all. When it comes to finances, no. And the Lord continues to add to us as a church every year. 
every year. And we have zero debts as a church to the glory of God. To the glory of God. We don't put pressure because we believe that once we teach it and you understand it, then you will do it faithfully and cheerfully. Every year, say, this is what I want to do. Our Amazon list, we've had it. It's still there. There are things in there. Say, you know what? This is what I'm going to do this year. This is what I'm going to do now. If you have questions about any other need, ask me, ask my wife, ask Leke, come to the office, talk to the host team. You would get details. You will get details. Seek first the kingdom of God. Put God first. And you can never be behind.